right, welcome to the HodgePodge podcast. This is another um, versus episode for you guys. And this is probably going to be one of my favorite episodes that I've ever recorded. I have always been fascinated, and you guys know this, my love for the show Full House. That is my all-time favorite show. I mean, just from my childhood, and then it, I grew to become even a bigger, massive fan of the show as I grew older. And it's just, I know every episode, I can, I, I'm telling you, I can name every episode title from season one all the way to season eight. And I have said this, though I'm a fan of Full House, the series finale where Michelle loses her memory is the absolute worst series finale of any television show that I've ever seen. And so I want to do this. I watched Fuller House for the first time. Ever. Ever. For the first time. And I want to compare the two. And that's what we're going to do. I have never watched Fuller House, and I'll tell you why. Because I am such a big fan of Full House. And I was nervous that it was going to take the the natural feel that Full House gives it. And I just love the fact of make-believe what happens to the family afterwards. I love thinking about that. Like, have you ever thought about what happens to Danny Tanner after the ending of Full House? And that was what I was kind of nervous about was the make-believe was, like, <clears throat> they made DJ a veterinarian. I, I don't understand that decision. I understood, you know, in the first few earlier seasons how she was she like loved a horse and they had comet i, I don't understand where her love of vet uh, of animals and, and and the veterinary come in but okay it makes sense that stephanie ended up leaving full house or when she left full house and it went to fuller house how she ended up traveling the world and becoming a dj or a musician it makes sense because there was an episode of full house where her and michelle thought they were going to go to <clears throat> go to a certain part of california and they ended up going to the other side of the world in new zealand they she also had was it girl talk i think was her band and she did dance so it makes sense that she traveled the world she lived in england she was a DJ and she played music. That makes total sense. <clears throat> Michelle is not in the series Fuller House. She is mentioned, and I'm going to bring that up a lot, Fuller House. I love that they made fun of themselves so many times. I have good and I have bad. And that is... I do have good and bad for Full House, though, but I will warn you, I have more good and bad from Fuller House than I do Full House. Um, and it and it could be, yes, it could be just a bias situation. It could be. So, Michelle is not in Fuller House. She is talked about. She does have her own clothing line in New York City, a.k.a. Mira Kate and Ashley Olsen have their own clothing line in New York City. There you go, make fun of yourselves. Danny and Rebecca. This is probably the thing that makes the most sense is... Danny Tanner and Rebecca Donaldson Costopoulos now have a nationally syndicated uh, 
uh, Good Morning San Francisco, kind of like Good Morning America. That's all it is. It's just a, a, a national version of Wake Up San Francisco or Wake Up America. I think that's what they have, something like that. So that makes sense. Jesse now has became has became has become a music writer for General Hospital. Ha ha, that's a joke on itself. John Stamos played Blackie in the in, in, in a few seasons of General Hospital before he transformed into Jesse Katsopoulos. Joey is now headlining Las Vegas as a comedic act. That makes sense as well. But here's what doesn't make sense. I don't know if it doesn't make sense. I shouldn't say that. Joey now has four kids and a wife. And while it makes sense, I wish they would have given him older kids. Like, I wish he would have, they would have showed us, like, because the kids are probably the age of DJ's kids in the show. And I wish they would have given us maybe slight older, maybe 16, 17. That way, you, you know, he had those kids kind of after the events of Full House, but it wasn't here just recently. But I understand they're going with an older guy married to a younger female, and they have younger kids. I understand where they're going with that. Now, DJ is, of course, like I said, a veterinarian. She has three boys instead of the three girls. That makes sense. And I love, here's what I love about Fuller House, is the name Fuller House. Sure, it is, it is a pun on Full House, making it Fuller because there are more people living in, in the house. But their last names are also Fuller. Or they were before G, uh, DJ's husband passed away. And I, I like that, that kind of, you know, I don't, I don't know if I really like that. I, I, I don't know how else they could have done it if they didn't do it this way. But I do like how kind of she does have the same opposite but still same life as Danny, her dad, did. Because in the original Full House, you had Danny had DJ Stephanie and Michelle and the wife had died, I think, six months prior to the first episode. Maybe, maybe a little, maybe a little shorter than that. To a drunk driver, she was in a car accident. And this one, I think... Again, I've only seen this show once all the way through, so I'm not really familiar with it as much as I am Full House. I think DJ's husband died in a fire. He was a firefighter, and I think that's what they said. I could be wrong. Do not quote me on that, but I think he passed away in a fire. It makes sense. It makes sense. The first episode of Fuller House, we get the whole nostalgia that everyone wants, right? We get the entire families there. Nikki and Alex show that Nikki and Alex are there just a little bit, and I I I want to talk about some more problems that I have a little bit, or start talking about the problems that I have. One. When did Steve become interested in feet? I because. And here's where Full House kind of, because there's, when you watch Full House, do not look for continuity. There is no continuity in Full House at all. It is, there are so many continuity issues, it's not even funny. 
But the first one is, and it goes back to Full House, Steve Hale. Scott Wanger. Also the voice of Aladdin. So when Steve was first introduced into Full House, he was uh, Steve Stevens. Uh, there was an episode where DJ was going out with a high school friend called Steve Stevens. And they went to the movies and they didn't have enough money to sneak uh, or to purchase Stephanie and Michelle because she was babysitting them. So they had to sneak them into a movie and they went around checking movie tickets. That never happens. Do not listen to the show. They never check movie tickets and they got in trouble, that type of thing. And they tried to hide the lie. If you've seen the episode, you know what I'm talking about. Then DJ goes on a trip to Paris, I think. And when they pick her up from, or Spain, no, they went to Spain because they were learning Spanish. She was putting Spanish words on like rojo and stuff like she was putting those on different items in the house. And when she got back from Spain, they picked her up from the airport and she and Steve Hale, who was the same guy that played Steve Stevens, are kissing in the airport, and that is the love story of Steve and DJ. When we first see Steve, though, he's kind of, kind of a dumb character, right? He doesn't act like he has any sense, and that, and that's, boy, that's that's a big that's a big thing in both Full House and Fuller House is they had a lot of dumb characters, like people that just did not have any common sense, and that was my first. When, 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 when I heard or when I watched Fuller House, I was very against it the first few episodes because I was like, there are so many dumb characters here. Like, there's there's usually one, two, I'll give three, you know, dumb characters in, a, in an entire series. But Full, Fuller House had a lot. And then I thought about it. I said, well, Full House did too. You know, they had a lot of recurring characters that were that didn't have any common sense that were dumb. So I kind of let that slip. I was like, okay, you know what? I was wrong. Whatever. But when did Steve become smart enough to... Because he went to college, right? In Full House. In actuality, Scott Wenger got... Got into um, college. And so he finished off the season. And then he left Full House to go to, to, go to college. And I think he went to Yale, if I'm not, if, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. But with that, when did he decide that feet were his, was his, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like that, 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 that DJ story arc. I don't understand where in her lifetime she got interested in veterinary. I mean, I, I mean, it was shown a little bit in the beginning of the show, but if you didn't watch it from the beginning of the show, you would not have any clue that DJ liked horses for like two episodes. You know what I mean? So I don't know where they got the veterinarian there. And I don't know how they got Steve to become a podiatrist. Maybe because it's funny. Maybe. I mean, but it, but it's not funny. Like, I mean, it, it's funny when you think about he's a podiatrist. Ha ha. But it's, he's funny, but he's also still kind of quirky, still kind of dumb, still lacking that common sense that everyone has. And, I have a um. So let's talk about it. We're talking about it now, but let's let's talk about it even more. <laughs> Kimmy is now, and I loved, 
I loved Kimmy in Fuller House way more than I loved her in Full House. She is annoying as heck in Fuller House, but she is funny. I never really found her that funny in Full House. She had her moments where she shined and was very funny. But Fuller House, it was like everything she did was funny. And she was still that same quirky, lacking common sense Kimmy Gibbler. And she is married to a man named Fernando. And Fernando is a... Did they say he was a stock car racer? Like a professional stock car racer? I don't think he was professional NASCAR. I think he was a professional stock car racer. And they fell in love. And they had a daughter named Ramona. And Kimmy and Fernando are going through a divorce. And so Kimmy and Ramona move in with DJ. So the first episode shows all the nostalgia. You see Jesse and Joey and Danny and Becky and everybody coming back from their... Like this first episode was them reintroducing the cast to us. Or to, to newer audiences. Okay? To newer audiences. And... We got all that nostalgia and then everyone is going to leave because DJ, Danny gave DJ the full house house, the, the Tanner house. He gave her the house to live in with her three boys, uh, which were Jackson, Max, and oh, who was the little one? Anyway, she had a little baby. I don't remember his name, uh, but it was Jackson and Max and Tommy. Tommy, because... She named Tommy was named after her husband. Um, we realize that DJ is still struggling from the death of her husband, still struggling, still grieving, and she doesn't know how she can take care of three boys on her own because she moved after her husband died. She moved in with Danny in the Tanner house, and kind of he kind of helped her feel that second parent role I would say as Grandpa Danny and Danny and Rebecca end up getting their show moved to Los Angeles so they go to Los they, they have to move to Los Angeles John Stamos or Jesse is already in Los Angeles doing the general hospital music and Joey has moved off to Las Vegas with his wife and kids and then they're doing that Stephanie comes back in from England and she's having this horrible British accent and again Kimmy is divorcing Fernando and comes in lives with DJ with her daughter Ramona I loved 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 this first episode I don't think for a while there the first episode was my favorite because there were so much there was so much fandom brought into to the first episode. We see Jackson and Max having their separate rooms, like DJ and Stephanie, and then with Ramona and Kimmy moving in, they have to share a bedroom, and they have the same fights, the same disagreements, and luckily they have the same final touch, emotional moments of your brothers. You should do it just like the first episode had now i will bring this up here here is where i i strongly dislike their decision to not use the violins in the emotional moments of the show now 
<clears throat> it could be all a copyright thing. But again, with Miller Boyette Productions producing Fuller House, I don't think that would be a problem. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I think I'm trying to catch a cold. Um, but I did. I, there was a lack of that, and I wish they would have had it. Also, like there are many episodes of Full House, there are a lot of episodes of Fuller House. And like Full House has a couple of dumb episodes, they are watchable. Fuller House had two episodes that I got halfway through and I skipped. I could not watch them. I, they were so... And if any of the Full House cast are listening, I highly doubt it. But if you're listening, I'm not hating on your show. I, I, I loved Fuller House. I loved it. But I am talking as a massive fan of Full House here. The show was very Disney Channel. The show was very Nickelodeon. It was very goofy. And the jokes were not... Now, now yes, this is 30 years later. I understand that. Maybe... But there are sitcoms. Like The Big Bang Theory. And... Abbott Elementary that that are taking that classic 80s, 90s, early 2000s sitcoms and are making it those types of feels. And I did not get that with Fuller House. It was very childish. It was very kiddish in a lot, a lot, a lot of, a lot of moments. And I'm not taking that away from how much I like the show. I love the show. But with those, like... Because when you take the kid moments in Full House and you compare them to the Fuller House ones, those kind those kind of have the Disney Channel like magic, and may, maybe that's the whole point of the uh, of that show, is it's very Disney Channel and very Nickelodeon. Maybe that's the point, but I did not like it personally. I did not like the kid moments. I didn't like the kid moments where they were together and they were telling jokes because it felt so pushed and so. Disney Channel. Also, the things that I did not like about it are... So, I will continue with... Before I get to the other things I don't like, there is one episode in particular that I... It was it was the worst episode of a show I've seen in a while, and that was the episode where Kimmy, DJ, and Stephanie end up going to a boat party with seniors... And they dress up as Charlie's Angels. And they try to find who stole silverware or jewelry or something. That was god-awful. <coughs> Another thing I did not like about the show is the teases. They teased DJ and Steve together numerous times. And how the show ended... I wish it would have happened the season before. Because, spoiler alert here, I'm going to put that in the description. Spoiler alert for Fuller House. Steve and DJ end up getting married at the final episode. While I loved it, I wish they would have done it the season before that way we would have an entire season of watching Steve and DJ as a married couple 
on to the things I like and the emotional moments of the show. Man, there were there were many times where I cried, like I cried real tears, and there were there was there was a couple times in the show that I was I cried like a baby throughout the entire five seasons, like a baby. And the first time I cried like a baby was in the first episode. Was when DJ. Actually, no, that was not the the first time I cried in that show. Was when Stephanie and John Stamos, Stephanie and Jesse sang forever together. It was amazing, and to know that his music, to know Jesse's music career stalled after he had that number one hit of Forever in Tokyo, and the fact that they go to Tokyo in the show, and John Stamos <laughs> and Jesse is the spokesperson for a lot of Tokyo things. That's because he is a major superstar in Tokyo, and I love it. I love it. It's a great flashback to the original show. And that means so much to me. And I very much appreciate it. When DJ figures out that she can't do it on her own. And they all decide to move in. That was very that was very emotional. Because they took it a different route than the original Full House. Which I, which I could appreciate. Um, there were also some moments that I don't think were made to be emotional. And I made them emotional. And I think that's the, the, the fandom in myself and one of those was when we see Vicky and I have always said this and I will die on my I, I will die on this statement Full House and Jeff Franklin screwed up when they <clears throat> broke up Danny Tanner and Vicky I don't know Vicky's last name but Danny and Vicky when they broke them up they made a major mistake because I would have loved I loved the Vicky character I loved Vicky and I wish they would have gotten them together and at least had them married or had them living together in some capacity in the original Full House. And I wish, if since that had happened, I was wishing that maybe they were married in the original, in, in, in Fuller House, in the sequel. But obviously that didn't happen, which is fine. But when we see Vicky towards the end of the series, man... It was really good. I was very emotional. I um, I cried a little bit. I was like, man, it's Vicky. This is great. I also got a little teary-eyed <clears throat> when Stephanie, spoiler alert here, Stephanie had her baby. Um, that was very sad. It was very emotional seeing Danny Tanner cry when he got to hold his first granddaughter. Um, that was very emotional for me um, <clears throat> because we get to see this full character art come to an end in some sort. Um, I cried in... <laughs> we're gonna, this, this segment is called Places I Cried In in this show. <laughs> which is fine. Which I'm not, I'm not embarrassed that I cried. I don't care. I do not care. I love this show that much that it meant so much to me. And there was a part that I don't think was supposed to be emotional, but I took it emotionally. There were actually a couple times it happened with Kimmy. And that is when um, we realize that her parents didn't really care about her and Jimmy. Oh, that is another point I need to make. Jimmy, where in the heck did she have a brother come in this place? Again, there's no continuity in Fuller in Full House. She, she, in the beginning of the series, she ended up having sisters. And then closer to the end of the series, she was the only child. Now they bring in a brother in this sort? That makes no sense. But okay. Whatever. Um, 
But they realized that Kimmy and Jimmy's parents, the Gibblers, they don't really care about them that much. And Joey takes Kimmy and he tells her, look, you are like family to us and we will, I will be more than happy to walk you down the aisle at your wedding if, if your father and your parents can't come. Man, that brought more emotion into me than I thought because finally we're seeing DJ's best friend, the annoying neighbor that doesn't knock when she comes in, the screamer, DJ! We see that coming. And you realize they're finally accepting Kimmy for who she is. And there was also a scene in one of the episodes where Danny finally... <laughs> calls Kimmy his daughter and gives her a kiss on the head and hugs her. God, that was... God, that got me. That got me because it's all those memories flash back to, you know, Kimmy and... Well, you have... Your feet stink and... I wish they would have brought that into the show. They didn't bring that her feet stunk back. Maybe she got the problem fixed. Maybe she went and seen Steve. But, um... But, yeah. Um... And finally, I love the fact... That so there was musicals. There were there were a couple of musical episodes in the show, and I love musicals when I know I'm watching a musical. And there were time where there were musical episodes where I hated, but there was one musical episode in particular that I was like, "What are we doing?" But then when I realized what was happening, I loved it, and that was the fact. That so they were supposed to plan a engagement surprise for Kimmy and Fernando. Kimmy ends up breaking her leg and she's in a wheelchair and they all go outside and there's this big celebration of dances and songs and just a big musical number. And Kimmy gets up and she takes the cast off and they go, What what are you doing, Kimmy? And Kimmy says we're getting you ready for your big day. And you see Jesse and Joey come out. And Jesse's playing guitar. And you see Steve walking in the middle of the group. And you're like, oh man, it's happening. You know, I'm getting emotional talking about it. Because DJ and Steve, they mean, the, the whole cast means so much to me. And it's like, I know they're not my family. But God, they seem like my fucking family. They seem like my family so much. Um, and you see Steve walk through the middle of the people and he asks Danny for, <laughs> for her hand in marriage. And he says, you know, I have Steve. I always have. And, um, it get gauged and I cry like a freaking tot. I cry like I just smashed my hand in the door. I cry and I cry and I cry. <clears throat> and then the final episode is where it really gets you. They all get married. You finally get to see Steve and DJ get married. You finally get to see them have their happily ever after in the show. And you're finally like, yes, it's happening, you know? And I know I'm over here crying like a two-year-old because of a show. But nobody understands what Full House Beast to be. It's... It took me out of a lot of darkness I had in my childhood um, with bullying and all that. And to see that this was, and to see that I 
waited so long to finally watch Fuller House because of, I guess, my ego. Um, I, I hate myself for it. I really do. Um, but to see their, their, their characters finally fall in love and to finally see them get married and to finally see a lifelong dream of mine. Honestly, I, I love Steve and DJ and Oh, I loved it. Oh, God, I loved it. Um, and then thought I was going to cry more when the actual episode was ending. And that was when everybody was leaving. And everybody decided to go their separate ways. And um, DJ and Steve were going to be alone with the kids. And you could tell, since this was the finale, the series finale, you could tell I think these tears were 100% real. Um, real. And nobody wanted to leave. And everyone was crying. And then they come back in and they're like, hey, we don't want to move. We want to stay here. And it was an emotional moment for everybody, including myself. And then it goes off. And... That's it. It goes off. Like. I spent. <clears throat> obviously I wasn't alive when the original. Sh uh, the original series aired. But there. But that show became. My life. They The Tanners became a second family to me. And I know that's probably a. A big, everybody's like, "Oh, you're you're just fantasy, you're fantasizing," and you're. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I love the show so much, and to finally see these characters again come together. And while I don't agree with some of the stuff that that was written into it, that's fine. I'm not supposed to. That's that's the whole point of the show. I finally got to see the characters that I wanted to in together and be together. I got so emotional because finally we're seeing their character end and we got to see it end again and I will never be able to watch the show for the first time again. You know, it's over and, <clears throat> you know, I don't, I don't have a lot going on in my life right now. <clears throat> but Fuller House is one of those things where I come home and I was, I wanted to, I was like, we have to watch because I have to escape from this world of life. And I was able to for 30 minutes. And that... God that showed it so much to me. It and to think that Bob Saget died what a year, maybe less than, maybe a little bit more than after the show ended, after Fuller House ended <clears throat> is a um is a big sad factor of that as well. Um We got to, I love the nostalgia we got to see Gia for a few episodes was really cool. We got to see Dwayne, whatever. <laughs> we got to see Nelson, which was not played by my good friend Jason Marsden. I really wonder what happened, why he didn't take that part. But um, I don't know. I'll, I'll figure out on my own time, I guess. Um, we got to finally see the inside of the Gibbler house, which I'll be honest with you, I hated that. I 
<laughs> it made it a circus. I don't really know if I liked it. It was funny. We got to see the regeneration of the Smash Club, and it was perfect. They had so many pictures from the original show and the cast all together. And I, I truly loved, truly loved Fuller House. Um, my favorite episode, though, besides the finale, is the Thanksgiving episode where Stephanie drives Joey's car once again through the kitchen. And to see little Tommy come in there and do the Michelle, there's a car in the kitchen. I, God, I loved it. I loved it so much. I loved it. That was my, that's my favorite episode um, of the entire show is that one because it brought back so many memories. Because so, that was one of my favorite episodes growing up was that one. My favorite episode, though, is when they drive or when the cement truck goes through the kitchen and the cement is going all over the kitchen. That's my favorite Full House episode of all time. Um, let me put my glasses back on here. Took them away. Wipe away tears. Um, now I'm all clogged up. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I wasn't trying to get emotional, but God, there's just that. There are some things that make me emotional, and it's it's movies and it's TV shows that I grew up on, and to see that it was recreated in a way that was great, you know. I will say there's one mistake. I don't know if it's a mistake because it's the way it was made, but I wish they would have taken Tommy, the little the little baby, that grew up to be five in the show, four or five, somewhere around there. I wish they would have given him the Michelle treatment. Where we got to see, you know, because in the original Full House, you see Michelle become a child. But then as she grows older, so does her storyline. So does her vocabulary. And we don't really get to see Tommy a whole lot in the show. Um, as we did Michelle. And I think that was one thing that I wish I would have seen um, a little more. Um, but yeah. Um Fuller House was great. I'm sorry to the cast members of Fuller House and to the original Full House cast that I waited this long as a true, true fan of Full House. I'm sorry that I waited. I'm sorry that I doubted you. Um, I, I am sorry. I truly am sorry that I waited this long. I will regret that for the rest of my life. Because I loved seeing the grown-up Tanners. I loved seeing that. I loved the sarcasm. I loved the... Because it's on Netflix. There's a lot of dirty jokes in it. I loved it. I loved it. It's not better than Full House in my opinion. But that's just because I've had longer time to grow with Full House. And I've only seen Fuller House once. But I do plan to go back and rewatch Fuller House many times. But I thank you, Jeff Franklin and Candace Cameron and Jody Sweeten and Andrea Barber and 
Scott Wanger and Bob Saget, John Stamos, Dave Coyier, Lori Lachlan. I, I thank you guys for making this show happen and for coming together and giving us this show. But Michelle, Mary-Kate and Ashley, you're not coming back? How rude. How rude.